0: The Jungle Presence by Dick Hine. From Black Mask Magazine, February 1925. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Dale Grothman. The Jungle Presence by Dick Hine. I believe. That if I had been less fatigued mentally and physically I should have escaped in some degree the agony of that terrible night the night that shall never be forgotten while I linger in the flesh the Burman Sun had finished its scorching course of the day and was sinking behind a dust and haze horizon painting the sky and leaving very little breeze to cool the tired men and beasts whose day was done the quiet of the evening fell upon me as i walked toward my bungalow through the lanes of thirsty green i had worked hard that day the company's warehouse man would have his hands full to handle the large number of boxes i had shipped i rested outside half an hour before going in for a bath and clean white clothes then refreshed and cool i ate the light supper my chinese boy loon Ku had prepared for me the moon had risen when i went to the veranda to sit and smoke i propped my feet up and faced the wide grove and lawn the jagged edge of a large palm leaf hung over the face of the moon cutting the yellow disk into triangles i sat quietly for an hour and enjoyed pipe after pipe as i was thinking of retiring i felt a hot breeze coming from the grove the air was hot oppressive beyond anything i had ever experienced at evening at once i became uneasy the nicotine had made me restless and a sinking apprehensive feeling came over me then came the hint of the presence the evil presence The realization that i was being watched filled me with horrid dread the thought of impending danger an indescribable something about me that sought to do me hurt made my heart quake with fear a man shaking sickened terrorized with fear the very shame of it cut me to the quick i leapt to my feet and dashed into the house my forehead was wet with sweat and my cheeks were pale I drank some liquor and paced the room after three quarters of an hour I managed to brace up my nerves a little I would not yield to the evil will of the presence without and so determined that I would not be driven from my own veranda by an imaginary danger I returned to the porch and stood by the roof-post the hot wave still prevailed and i felt my nervousness returning then as i looked into the moonlit grove i heard a sigh very near me but in front behind or where i could not tell only near a moment later there came to my nostrils a peculiar smell a foul scent from the far-hung tangles of rotting vegetation i stood still and thought i saw in the air before my face two little green sparks of light shining with a brilliance of polished diamonds my strength came i had seen something material and feared no longer the sweat cooled i passed my hands before my face and the lights were gone i felt that i had met and conquered a foe half material and perhaps half illusion i could retire and sleep in peace Loon Koo slept in the rear of the bungalow and had gone to bed when I went in the second time. My room was in front, with a window opening to the porch. I found the room cooler with the windows closed, as it barred the hot breeze. For fifteen minutes I deliberated with myself about the needle. I ended by using it. I shot it home pitilessly, and my pierced muscle quivered. Under the thrust. There were many little marks on my arms. I felt ashamed. But the sleep, the restful oblivion, could anything be sweeter? Before the drug had begun to work, I fastened the room up tight and lay down. It was close, of course, but why should I mind that? I should sleep. My breath came deep and long. Falling through space, Weightless and devoid of reason a million miles That's not far to fall Ten times a million miles I fell I fell the stars and planets, but sparks of light and I myself Only a small golden pinhead What is myself? The river was deep the grass was green. I am taller than he is his mouth is funny His eyes are green. They are diamonds. What makes him move his head so? He wheezes. He sighs. That's old Mother Hubbard. That spider works. Sand. Salt. Water. Blue. Rainbow colors. What? Senseless and falling through space. What is space? It all happened in a fraction of a second. Crazy nothings distractions of a tortured brain was i dreaming am i dreaming am i dreaming something seems awfully heavy hot oppressive magnetic it's not heavy near my face it has no weight on my face but down on my legs the weight is terrible what makes it so heavy the coverings are not pulled over me spending months in a moment decades in a second I broke the spell and became conscious this state constituted only a few perceptions my eyes were closed I was myself resting where I always rested in space for I am space the beginning and the ending of space I was somewhere there was an evil presence the hot presence there hovered over me the hint of danger not now but impending if i knew what the danger was i might resist the weight of the hint bore down upon my upper body a spiritual weight with a crushing force the heavy material weight on my abdomen and legs was nothing compared to it the greater the power of evil the heavier was its atmosphere I had thought that this idea of crushing weight had been part of the dream but consciousness proved it to be real I began to be more aware of my body my hands were folded across my chest and suffered from the pressure my eyes would not open there seemed to be a power above me that kept them closed and I did not want to open them I felt that when they did open I felt that when they did open I would lose the poise of my high-strung nerves the sweat steeped from my skin my forehead felt as if the most powerful magnet in existence were trying to draw out my brains if I opened my eyes the magnet would get in its work then it occurred to me that perhaps I had seemingly died been buried alive come to life again and that the heaviness torturing me was the foul air of the coffin. I had no record of time. Suddenly I felt the veil of weight beginning to lift. My eyelids twitched. They would open. Unable to resist, I opened my eyes wide. Apparently I was in my room. The moonlight came in wan swords through the slits in the blinds there was barely enough light to make objects perceptible I heard a faint sigh though somewhat louder than the one I had heard on the veranda then there came the jungle odor that putrid breath from distant wilds turning my eyes upward I perceived the cause of my terror there with its expanded neck and devilish head poised in a curve within six inches of my face its eyes staring straight into the depths of mine its body coiled on my lower limbs was the horror of creation the giant cobra de capello somehow a strange calm came over me and i looked away from the snake then i closed my eyes and accepted darkness and death it seemed that i waited hours for the blow if i made a movement perhaps it would come i decided to end the agony by moving just as i felt the muscles respond for the movement of my legs i changed my mind what little reason i had left i would try thought i thought of Ku. if he were asleep i could not wake him by sound but perhaps i could by thought i turned on the full current Ku, Ku, Ku coo coo a hundred times i thought his name and blessed his yellow skin after what seemed an interminable period i heard a light footfall somewhere i opened my eyes a silent flash streamed toward me from the other side of the room near the hall door the snake lifted its coils from my lower limbs its oppressive magnetism from my upper body and with a mighty leap collected its length in a writhing mass upon the bedroom floor Ku had risked my life by piercing the snake's head with a silencer bullet just a fraction of a second before it was to have struck the leap from the bed was aided by the tense muscles prepared for the blow at me I sprang from the bed and switched on the light loon Ku stood with pistol trained on the now-harmless head, and the reptile's reflex action thrashed its tail about the floor. "'How did you know, Ku? I asked. "'Hot breeze died down. Night cool off. Me feel em dwarf and wakey. Hear something in hall. See, Slaky. Hunt long time for gun, then shoot.' And Ku smiled, calm and collected, as is ever his kind I looked into the mirror to attest the agony I had suffered I saw that my eyebrows stood straight out from the skin and my forehead was speckled with little beads of sweated blood the end of the jungle presence by Dick Hine